Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the John's Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Ranch Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Ranch Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870 with your hosts, Frank and Steve. It's a springtime edition of Wrench Nation here on 88.7 The Pulse. Hello there, Frank. What is happening? Welcome back, people. Get comfy, get cozy, relax a little bit. If you got that vibrating steering wheel, turn it off right now, people. Did you get to see the lunar eclipse this morning? I don't know, but my dogs always get <laughs> funny around that stuff. I saw the lunar eclipse. I mean, the thing was disappearing because I drive into work at, you know, 5 yeah, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty cool to see today pretty much covered up by 6 30 and then it was gone and then the sun came up and no more lunar eclipse for 19 more years that's it we got yeah. a jam-packed for show for you guys we do um and i gotta tell you the show topic we're gonna dive into we're gonna take our time people we got two hours with you we got special guests coming up in second hour but first man have you heard about the news what news we got some top fuel action coming to phoenix NHRA funny call. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. we're going to get right into it, people. We have Mr. Cody Poor of Kalita Motorsports. Welcome to the show, Cody. Hey, hey. Hey, Cody. Welcome to Ranch Station. How's it going today? It's going good, man. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Cody, if you hadn't noticed, one of us drank a little top fuel with that announcement there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going back to the 80s with Shirley Muldowney and the Nitro Fuel Funny Car. That's it. <laughs> hey, Cody, we appreciate you uh, hanging, and, and time is tight. For our listeners, of course, NHRA, in town people, top fuel is back. Funny cars. Cody, tell us what's shaking on the track. Tell us what's going on with Kalita Motorsports. Sure. So we are actually in your neck, but we're in the uh, Phoenix area right now, um, preparing for the 2018 NHRA season. Um, we are at the test session. The first three days out here, Wednesday through Friday, are private, and then Saturday is uh, fans can access it as well. But we're out here. All the big teams are out here: Coletta, Schumacher, Ford, Corn. Uh, everybody, pretty much. And right, and that Saturday, uh, that Saturday is incredible uh, because, yeah. you know, if, if you're listening and you haven't felt the vibrations of uh, perhaps 20,000 combined horsepower, we got Wally Cahill in the studio. Wally, you've been to these events. Yes, many times. They're bones shaking. Man, I'll tell you, I call them sonic. They rattle your insides. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for the listeners that may be new to the Top Fuel Arena, give us an idea of the horsepower. Um, do you have any particular facts that are just wild? Like we couldn't even imagine the power behind these things. Oh, yeah. These things are these things are crazy. We're, we're peaking out at about 11,000 horsepower now. Oh, gosh. Um, it's like the stock market. Every year, you guys keep going up. <laughs> just a bit, man. If we stay on a plateau, you know, we're going to get beat. So we got to keep going up. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. 11,000 horsepower, about 330 miles an hour in about 3.7 seconds. That's amazing. And so uh, we have listeners. They will come out from this show. Where can they find you guys? And tell us about uh, some of the cars that you guys are racing out there. 
Sure. So, so we are testing uh, our we're a four car team this year, testing both our top fuel dragsters and our uh, Toyota Camry funny cars. Uh, today we are uh, starting out with our funny car program. So we've got Zero Todd back in the DHL Toyota Camry. He uh, won the U.S. Nationals last year. Really successful rookie year and funny car for him. And then Sean Langdon, former top fuel champion, is moving from top fuel to funny car, um, taking the sponsor with him. So Global Electronic Technology Toyota Camry funny car. And then starting tomorrow, those guys will be on track along with our top fuel guys. So Doug Coletta back in the Mac Tools top fuel dragster, and Richie Crampton, who joined our team late last year, will be back full time in yeah. the Coletta Air car as well. And lots of those big sponsors coming aboard on that car as well. We've got some announcements. Well, we got a lot of we got a lot of great mechanics uh, all across the country listening, and and we'll just give you the floor. We're we were excited to hear that you partnered up with Wix Air Filters and yeah. uh, Wix Filtrations. You know that's top notch. I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell our listeners about Wix. Oh yeah, Wix is a uh, a great company. This is their second season with us, and they really came aboard uh, in a bigger way this year. So they're uh, going to be really uh, focused on our funny car program with uh, Sean Langdon and J.R. Todd. Major branding on both of those cars, and you'll see them across the rest of Coletta Motorsports as well. And they're also the official filter of Team Coletta. So great people at Wix Filters. If you need a filter. Use Wix filters. They're they're the only filter who really supports the NHRA drag racing world. So uh, make sure you support those who support the racing that you love. Definitely, I know a lot of our industry. Uh, Wix is a is a name brand that does awesome. Uh, we know time is limited. You're actually testing. You got a you got like a gas mask on right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> already for literally walked out of the pits. Sean Langdon got done warming up uh, his his funny car about about five minutes ago. So I walked away so I could call you guys. But he's getting ready to make lap number two. Um, so both JR and Shauna made uh, made their first lap, and JR is warming up as we speak for his second lap. Well, that's awesome. Cody Poor of the phenomenal, uh, legendary Kalita Motorsports. We're going to see you out there Saturday. We're going to bring uh, Wally and I. We're going to come out with a camera and get uh, get some good action. Thank you so much, Cody Poor, for hanging with us. Rock on. Sounds good, guys. You have a great rest of your show. Take care. We'll see you, buddy. See you, Cody. See you. Yeah, Bye. you know, that's really cool, Steve. Uh, of course, we got Wally Cahill uh, in on the show as well. Hello, Wally. Uh, Wally's hey. hanging. You know, I got I to gotta just share this, and I, I'm sure you listening can also relate. That's the cool thing about NHRA. I'm not knocking other motorsports, but to this day, it's still an approachable situation. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so uh, head out there Saturday. It's really a great time for those of you that have not been to a drag race or top fuel. Wally, I mean, I'm sure you've invited folks for the first time. Did you? Were they? Not, were they how'd they do? Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's there's mixed emotions when it comes to it. First of all, the people that you never expect what I call the sonic blast when sure. these. When they, when they cut loose with 10,000 whores, oh, yeah. and Cody's saying 11,000 now, but you know the bottom line is there's no dyno that'll hold those motors. Right. So it, it's all kind of like you, you said, it keeps going I up I actually prefer year. drag racing to around the track racing because oh, it's absolutely. so much faster. It's three, fast three, and furious. Seconds. You're just hoping somebody crashes when you're in there doing the round of the Well, circle. I mean, everybody. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's what people want to see. Well, yeah. you're right. They want to yeah, see yeah, it crash. Nah, 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 Let's nah, admit it. Yeah, no, it's like a dune buggy. <laughs> Bear in mind, this is a tubular chassis right. running 300 30 miles an hour. That's why I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to crash. You no. don't want to no, crash. No, 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 no. I'm saying when they're going around a circle, you know that's what all the people oh, go yes, for. Absolutely. They want to see a crash. My 96 yeah. year old mother included. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So on today's show topic, we wanted to, you know, actually bring Cody in. His time is really limited. 
Um, you guys were talking about check engine lights, the pesky check engine light. And quite frankly, we have covered this. We'll do it at least four times a year. Sure. A lot of you have reached out on Facebook, uh, Wrench Nation. And, you know, it's usually centered around a, a check engine light. If anybody has a check engine light on in their car right now, whether you know why it's there or not, call us. 480-655-8870. All check engine lights get prizes today, okay? 480-655-8870. We want to hear from you. We want to see if we can figure out why it's on. Even if you already know, let's see if we can guess. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, it, it's it's like a microwave on this show. We keep it simple. Uh, right. We're not, not going to cook it too long. It's just a quick, simple, we want to make it simple for you to understand. And don't be fearful. Call in or text 480-655-8870. Stuff was happening in the garage this week, I'll tell you something. Uh, mechanics love it when you bring us food. Oh, what kind of food did they bring you? Well, I'm talking about some international food, baby. Tide Pod Donuts? We No, oh, no, sorry. no. We had our <laughs> lovely uh, Rita, who is yes. from India. She, oh. she brought in some Indian curry. It was oh, really? spiced up nice, and it, it was just a delicacy, and stuff was going through me. Ooh, oh it, no. It was like a peppermint patty commercial. Okay, it wasn't like a like a bathroom trip. I took a bite. <laughs> I took a bite of this chicken curry. The aroma just was all over me, people. This and is like I'm, Indian reggae. What I'm saying in reality, <laughs> all reality, uh, I've got to just tell you, and Wally, you know over the years you love this stuff. We got a lot of wrenches listening, and if you are in a wonderful relationship with your local mechanic, the garage, or perhaps the dealership. The dealership guys and gals, they love it too. Bring them a delicacy. Absolutely. Let's start a tradition, people. Uh, we don't, you know, mechanics don't need tips, but boy, oh boy, they love the delicacy. And you know, donuts are cool, Wally. They're Absolutely. Cool. However, chicken curry from India, now that's what I'm talking about. So <laughs> uh, we want to thank Rita for stopping by and all of you guys. You got some news, Frank? Yeah, we got some news, people. And as I always say, I got to start off with a little uh, Elon Musk action oh, right no. here. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. He's, Elon that, Musk. That's his hero. Uh, you know, I don't yep. know. I'm just, it's weird. I'm not saying. I, I could just see you standing there, Frank, singing Wind Beneath My Wings to Elon I, Musk. I'm not saying I'll wake up, but Elon Musk. Uh, so or dig playing this. Playing on your trombone. Dig this, people. How would you like to take your prized ride and send it off into space. Not a not an album. Is it coming back? Not a picture. <laughs> yeah. But Musk is saying goodbye yeah. to his very own cherry red roadster, people. And he's gonna send it into space? He is gonna <laughs> send that. Who's gonna use boy. it? Well, uh, of course, with SpaceX. And by the way, the date has been set. Uh, it is February 6th. You can actually witness. Uh, you mentioned explosions earlier. We don't want that to happen no. with those big rockets. But <laughs> what is going on in his mind, uh, according to Musk, this roadster will be locked in Mars orbit for one billion years, people. Wow. <laughs> and you know what's really cool? crash back down to Earth like Skylab in the 70s. I don't know, but for all you radio buffs and DJ buffs <laughs> out there, guess what song he's going to be playing? Let's he talk. <laughs> He's playing David Bowie's Space Oddity for as long as oh. it can. <laughs> so there you have it. That's Elon Musk. Uh, you know, I guess it's a weekly review on Elon Musk. But stay tuned. We're going to talk about your check engine lights, people. We're going to keep it simple. Simple, simple. French Nation continues next. Don't go anywhere. 
car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrench Nation, two hours every Wednesday now, three to five, right here on 88.7 The Pulse, the podcast put up on Sundays, of course, on iTunes. Make sure you check it out. Got some shout outs here. Yeah, we do. We got to tell you about the Parts Authority people with 90 locations across the country. Pronto Auto Parts. Uh, these are these are real parts people. This isn't like parts shipped from somewhere in some country you don't understand how to spell the word on or say the word. So get your VIP club card over at the Parts Authority. Pronto Auto Parts. And stop the music. I got a very special shout out. Uh, we love it when we get mechanics in the bay and they're listening. Ooh. And they're studying us. And like, oh, they said that wrong. Which but bay? I, I, well, bay's Sa- like, oh, San Francisco? Not that bay. Tampa? No, but Oh, I, the bay in the shop? Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I got a special shout out to Auto Masters, man, out of Orland, California. Oh. Celia Chavez and Tony. We got DJ. Uh, there's a fellow by the name of Denny Donuts. Of course, Celia goes by Sal. We are super grateful. You guys are hanging, and don't forget, you call in. If we made a mistake, we want to know, you maniacs, so let us know. And I'm looking for somebody who has a check engine light in their car. We want to see if we can guess why it's on. If you call us and you got a check engine light on in your car right now at 480-655-8870, we'll give you your choice of days at the Pot of Gold Music Festival coming up March 16th, 17th, and 18th at Rawhide. Come on, engine people. Call us. Yeah, let us know. Don't check let that engine light. check engine light get Mine's you Mine's always usually because I didn't tighten the gas pump. Well, gas you tank. know, the and check the engine gas light. Cap. Gas cap. Gas Thank cap. you. Not yeah. the pump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to ask you a question before we go to the topic today. Have you ever left the hose, the nozzle, in the car when you drove away and oh. you ripped apart the hose? That'll come. I've done it like five times in my life. You're kidding. No. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done it, Frank? Well, I'll admit, uh, you know. I have done it. Yeah? Okay. Uh, really? I have done it. <laughs> Let me slap you. Uh, yeah, that was a you slap. You haven't, Wally, ever? Hell, no. Wow. Wally, no. He's way too calm. Well, I tell you, if you're, you're, listen, if you're listening, that, you know, we try to be straight up here on this show. Right. No funny business. Uh-huh. If you had an experience with that sort of situation... Uh, let us know. Uh, Put your you phone know. down. Oh, yeah. no, no, no fake news <laughs> here. Long before we had cell phones, I'll tell you that right now. Of course, that will certainly not only set a check engine right. light, but probably do a lot of other things. But you mentioned something, guys. Um, uh, Steve, you mentioned. Yeah. And you know that the check engine light has a couple of bits of criteria, people. And you've experienced it. The check engine light just quietly comes on. You're minding your business, and the car doesn't seem to be doing anything wrong. Right. And it's annoying. It's like, you know, you go into the doctor, and you had chest pain, and you had a meatball, and the doc says, nope, we got to open you up. There's something wrong. So for people, it is extremely frustrating. Uh, Black tape. Black tape, man. Put it on. <laughs> you know, Wally, I've seen that in the garage, and I'm sure you listening have done the same thing. Maybe you put a little index card or something goofy. You know, you put a little baseball card, and you take it in for an old change at your favorite mechanic joint, and uh, they they look at you and say, "Hmm, you're hiding something." It's very. It creates a lot of anxiety. You know, it does. It really does. And a lot of times, like you said, it could be. The loose gas cap. Well, let's talk about that because that's one of the things that I put. I want to give I want to give you listening simple tips. So we're gonna break it down to two categories. Check engine light on, no symptoms. Those are aggravating. Because normally you go in and 
you know, when you have to pay for something, Steve, right? That like you're not getting a symptom at it. It let's face it, that sucks. Sure. Yes. I mean, and it's hard for automotive technicians. You know, the the good guys and gals, they're they're completely transparent. There's a lot of show and tell. Maybe there's a digital inspection with right. pictures. But let's face it, it, it's like, well, hey guys, you're telling me something's wrong with my car, but that check engine light. Ain't nothing. Hey, I don't feel nothing. Well, that went on, but it's driving. I mean, everything's going just fine. It runs fine. Why? What's the problem? Well, Why is that thing on? Well, so there you are. Those are the check engine light with no symptoms. We're going to get to the check engine light with symptoms in a little Can bit. Can I just unplug my battery and reset it and see if the light goes off? Well, I got to tell you, back in the back, <laughs> actually, hang up. Hang on. We got to go back in time. Yeah. There is some truth to that. Really? Yes. However, not on most modern vehicles. Oh, okay. If your check engine, let's establish the basics. Yes. If your check engine light is coming on. Yes, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. You have a the problems. Okay. Okay. Don't, don't, what if I just put some black tape over it and kind of ignore it? We, we, cannot, <laughs> we cannot do the Wally tape job. That's, that, we can't do that. But if that light comes on, first off, yes, people. Now, a lot of you say, well, Frank, uh, it went on and, and it went off and I don't have to worry about it. Well, Maybe. Maybe some of you have had a light come on, it flickers, and it don't come back on until two weeks later. Have you ever had a problem fix itself? I haven't. I know. Imagine that, man. I need that in my family life right now, honestly. <laughs> Can you fix yourself? We've been talking so much. We had to bring in JB, the wiser oh, advisor. Oh, God. We almost forgot. From Bolt-On Technology. Hello, JB. How are you, sir? Yo, guys, I'm feeling the love being forgotten here. Love it. Yeah, and you're going to be brought into the next segment because we only got three minutes before we got a break. So, so <laughs> if, if, if if you're listening, of course, we got the, the notorious JB, what, the wiser advisor. The wiser on. advisor. Uh, originally, and we like to just share some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, we were able to get Cody on late last minute. And, and, and these folks are busy, you know. And, and by the way, they're testing stuff. So, you know, they're very focused, right? You know, so JB... <laughs> We thought this was going to be an elaborate thing with Cody at Kalita Motorsports. And we said, JB, you got like five minutes. But JB, I just want to reassure you, you're hanging with us for a little bit. Are you good with that? Yo, man. I am <laughs> with you guys. I am with you. Through so, thick or thin. Thick or thin. That's right. So, JB, we, you know, we're talking about, we broke it up, check engine light, no symptoms. And specifically, we kind of talked a little bit about that gas situation, the gas cap. A lot of folks will... And that's a win for mechanics because that's an easy fix. We're right, JB. I mean, we're heroes to people when we tell them, hey, either tighten it or replace an inexpensive gas cap. Yeah, that basically is one of the most basic causes of light to go on. The only thing we have to communicate to somebody is that after you tighten it, it might take a day or two before the light shuts itself off. Yeah, it seems like cars, uh, vehicles in general, over the last uh, five to 10 years, Sort of, I mean, because the battery disconnect back in the day seemed to do it. Like, if you fixed it, you got to fix it. But now there's a process. And so, uh, first thing, go after the low-hanging fruit people. Check the gas cap, especially if it's in relationship to when you just filled up. Or better yet, this happens to you. You let somebody borrow the car. And your car is perfect. Nothing wrong. Wally, you ever let somebody borrow your car? Absolutely. And they come back and there's a check engine light on. Or a fender's missing. Oh, snap. <laughs> or burritos under the seat. What I'm saying is more than likely they probably are not accustomed. They went to fill it up. They said, I'm going to do him or her a favor. I'm going to return it like a, like a rental car with full. It's going to be on full tank. And they probably went to the gas station, filled it up, and didn't. they're not accustomed to the clickety-click of the gas cap. 
So that's an easy kill for you guys. Check your gas caps. Uh, JB, you, are you? Uh, are we ready to? Are, he's got a. Are we challenging? I us? think we better we wait till after the break for the challenge because we literally have to go to break right now. Yeah, we'll go to break. You're going to bring JB. The Wiser Advisor is going to come back. Tune in. We're talking about all kinds of check engine lights. Keeping it simple, simple, simple for you. 480-655-8870. Get that number ready because we want you to take uh, take part in the challenge from the Wiser Advisor. All right. Oh snap! Coming up next on Wrench Nation here on 88.7 The Pulse. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. All right, and JB from Bolt-On Technology and Wally Cahill in the studio, the Wiser Advisor. Wiser Advisor, sir, we're ready for our challenge. All right, cool. I mean, you guys have been talking about the check engine light. There's actually another check engine light that we all need to be aware of. What? Okay? Two of them. What do you mean? Well, it's still the same one, but no one's talking about this time that you're driving down the road and suddenly the check engine light starts flashing at you. Yeah, I mean, God, what is that? That's like, that's well, are you asking us? What are you doing here? Well, I'm about to give you the question that's related okay. to it and see if you can come up with the right answer for Okay, it. we're going to want the listeners to text in at 480-655-8870 if we get the answer. Well, you know what? They're going to need to call. Call in at 480-655-8870. I'll give you four tickets to the Renaissance Festival. That's over 100 bucks. And just understand, people, this is the opportunity. Yep. Uh, a, if you've been listening to this show and you, you've got uh, Automotive 101 and you want to test your skills with some prizes, we always do the, the Wiser Advisor Challenge. And, and i got to play along in my head because, you know, yeah. I, I've gotten so much better over the last couple of years. Yeah. So, JB, you said that if there's a check engine light flashing, go ahead. All right, so the check engine light is flashing. You should continue to drive and ignore it, mm-hmm. top off the fuel tank, okay. pull safely over and shut off the vehicle, okay. or put the pedal to the metal and try to clear that bugger out. I know this answer. I'm not going to say it out loud, but call us right now, 480-655-8870. What do you think the answer is? One more time, JB. Okay, the check engine light is flashing. Yep. You should. Continue to drive and ignore it, top off the fuel tank, pull over safely and shut off the vehicle, or put the pedal to the metal and blow that out. 480-655-8870. Four Renaissance Festival tickets to the first person who gets the right answer. And you got uh, multiple choice. You got one out of four chance. I don't know. Those are some, those answers are pretty treacherous. Are you kidding me? I, maybe. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. You, you think- Are you kidding? This is obvious stuff. Well, if you think you, wow. oh, this is like too like easy. Like people are laughing right All now. All right, people are calling in. Bree's setting them up. Here we go. First person on All the right, phone. Let's see. Hello, this is the Pulse. Who's this? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's your name? Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Do you have the answer? I'm gonna have to say you're gonna pull over safely and uh, shut everything down. Well, JB, what do you say? He is right. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah, Tyler, good job, man. That, that's the obvious answer. Tyler, I have to ask you a question. Um, out of all the radio shows, and uh, hey, we love our fellow car talk shows, that was too easy. <laughs> that was way too easy. <laughs> Wasn't it? Now, here's why. Tyler, why would you want to do that first? Tell me why. What's your thoughts? I'm going to say uh, major injury engine problem yeah exactly what i would do is i'd be like oh what's going on i would shut it down then i would turn the car maybe not back on but even would it go on if i just turned on yeah yeah listen this is the reality guys yeah. and, and tyler i you know you perhaps have been behind the wheel i'd be worried i ran an oil or something the fact is this people a flashing light 
I mean, that's you, 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 you broke an ankle. You're gonna feel it. <laughs> you are going to de- you're gonna walk funny. The check engine light is typically flashing because you, in most occasions, have an active <laughs> misfire. Now, what does that mean, people? Well, each cylinder's got a fire. Yeah. Uh, ignition, fuel, that sort of thing. And so, if you got a four cylinder and you got a flashing light, you may even smell. Uh, some funny business because you're now not burning fuel or excessive fuel. So that was a great common sense. And I and yeah. to add to that, Tyler, I would tell you this, guys, without going too overboard, we don't right. want you guys to be freaking out. Right. But that's one there that if it's an active light, it's flashing, and, and your mechanic or dealer is like quite a ways away, Tow it to be safe, people. Absolutely. Tow it to be and safe. And most insurance companies get that towing for three bucks extra. Tyler, we appreciate you, you brother. Thank Taylor, you. Hold on. Tyler, hold on. I'm going to give you four Renaissance Festival tickets, okay? All right. Thank you, guys. All right. We got somebody else on the phone. We're going to go to this real quick. Her name is Tina. She has an issue. Tina, what's your issue? Good. Hello. Welcome to Wrench Nation. Oh, thank you. Um, actually, my son and I fixed the problem. The oh. light is on on the car, but okay. I can't get the light the the light to go off it's it's the what? airbag light oh and yeah but All it right. was and my horn was not working oh so, i know how. yeah so we Clues. had to take that whole casing off of the front of the yes. she fixed it good job i like yeah. I, are you yeah, looking we, a lot of great shops are looking for technicians are you <laughs> <laughs> was it a fuse or what was it no i think i think she's going to be talking about well the, let her tell us what, you, what did you do what did you do tina well, yeah, it, it's this long, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a long wire that connects in there, and it curls around the inside of the steering wheel. Yeah. So we had to replace that. We ordered a new one. We replaced it. But um, after, and my horn works now. Everything works fine. But I can't get the um, airbag light to go off. How yeah. do I reset that? Well, let me ask you, Tina, what kind of vehicle is this one real quick? It's a 2007 Prius. All right, so on the Prius, and by the way, kudos to you, and I'll tell you, if you, you're listening and you own a Prius, be extra cautious, guys, on that. Uh, so you more than likely replaced the connector, the wiring, which kind of spools down from the airbag module on that steering wheel horn pad. That whole, that whole unit kind of integrates. That would explain why the horn didn't work and uh-huh. you had this airbag light on. Now, right. what you'll need to do, and it's simple, You'll have to take it into the garage, and they will have to connect to the airbag modules. You know, that's essentially that whole computer system. It lives separately from all the other modules. They'll get in, and as long as the fix is golden, they'll go in and reset that light. Uh, It also will give you peace of mind. Uh, You want to make sure that, of course, your horn's working, right, Tina? So, hey, it it should. Everything should be golden. You want to just make sure that second opinion uh, with an uh, essentially a scanning device that can communicate with that airbag module. A, it's fixed, and B, they can reset it. So good job to you, man. That's awesome, right. Tina. <laughs> oh, I also replaced the air conditioner fan myself. Oh, snap. I, I did that one. Wow. Well, look at you go. The blower. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not so afraid to get greasy. Wow, the blower motor. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then let me guess, and Tina. I'm a nurse, so. <laughs> Tina, I know why all of these things are just so positively happening in your life, mechanically speaking, because you've been listening to the Rich Nation show. There you go, Tina. That's right. Tina, That's thank right. you for calling. Call anytime, <laughs> and hang on a second. Bree will get you a couple uh, Renaissance Festival tickets, okay? Awesome. Dude. Hang on a second. JB's still with us. JB, don't yeah. you love that when people um, like Tina? 
you know, they're, they get in there and they, they take charge of that experience. Yep. Isn't that cool? That's very, very cool. But again, when you're dealing with a Prius and an airbag, you got to be really, really You careful. do have to be careful. We say that cautiously, people. And when I say careful, JB, you'll agree. You can't just kind of be careful, guys. You can't just watch the YouTube and then, you know, you got to be careful. You got, but, you know, so JB, the, the challenge question this week was like peanut butter easy, man. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? Can I explain myself to that? Please, you do that. You know, the check engine light's really misunderstood. Yeah. You folks have already covered the fact that one of the most basic things is to go back there and check that gas cap. Yep. And that's why, you know, there's some cars out there that don't even have gas caps anymore. Yep. True. But on the flip side, everybody talks about the light going on, but no one really mentions that time that it's flashing. And yes, the vehicle's probably going to be acting a little funky, but... People don't understand. You got to pull over right away, or you're going to be doing some really big damage to the catalytic converter. Yep. That's an expensive yeah. fix. And so you guys so, understand, JB. Talk to talk to us a little bit because folks are you you've you've taken them down this road. Uh, some of some folks may have had the flashing light, then it goes off, right, and then it starts mm-hmm. flashing again. Speak to us a little bit more on the domino effect with the very expensive catalytic converter. Go. Well, basically, that light's going on saying that, hey, you're getting somehow, some reason, you're getting too much fuel going down into the um, catalytic converter. And that could be from a spark issue or an injector or something of that sort. And when that fuel gets in there, the converter tries to do its job and clean up the air. So what it does, it starts to try to burn that stuff, try to convert it, and it starts to clog. And eventually, if you go far enough, that clogging is going to cause it to fail all right. And if you want to do a domino theory... If it damages the converter enough and you continue to drive, it's eventually may start clogging up the exhaust, the, the, what do you call the muffler, because it's going to start breaking apart. Yeah, people think about a kinked straw, you know, sucking or blowing through a straw. If you have this situation where you've got this raw fuel and it's now starting to contaminate what they call the substrate, that's that element, almost looks like a honeycomb, you know, uh, that'll cause a lack of power. Those are great points with the check engine light flashing. Um, so, JB, regarding the check engine light that is kind of steady on, one of the most aggravating things for folks, and, you know, we've covered this before, but it is well worthy to cover it again. And we got Wally Cahill in studio. And I think, Wally, you can speak on this well. You know, folks are going to get an oil change, and the check engine light comes on afterwards, and it's never, like, it's never come on again. So can we give folks a really good tip here, JB, what to check? Almost as simple as operating a blender. <laughs> well, there's actually a couple of things that you want to check. A lot of times when they go in there and do your oil change, they want to take a look at your air filter. Yeah. And there's a sensor on the air filter that's watching how much air comes into the engine. And if they're not careful when they put it back together, they might leave it a little loose. And that's going to let air get in that the engine's not expecting. So right. that's going to turn a light on. Well, I've got to tell you, Wally Cahill, he's, uh, he's been in the industry uh, for many years, Wally's kind of shaking his head. He's like, all these sensors. We used to just have a simple carburetor Dude. with a little air filter. We didn't have these problems back in the day. Well, the mass air sensor, he, he was he was exactly correct there. A lot of times, if you get a little bit of a leak, you get a little bit, whether it's exhaust or intake, if you get a leak going on, the sensors go crazy, and you never yeah. know what's going to go go happen with it. But I wonder, like when my check engine light comes on, I open the hood, check to make sure the engine's there, close it, and go. <laughs> well, that's a, Okay, look at you. Where's the patoom patoom? You know, our podcast people are going to give us crap on that one. I just want to let you know. Oh, okay. We okay. got a serious contingency of podcast people. They don't like the funny jokes. Anyway, <laughs> you guys rock. Stay tuned. Uh, we got special guests. Uh, just so you know, we've got uh, 
uh, a wonderful lady, Debbie Wright from Motec Auto Care. And of course, Steve Friendly, uh, uh, Steve Brzezanski of Friendly Auto here locally. Uh, we're going to continue with check engine lights. And I say we cover some NHRI facts. NHRA yes. top fuel facts, people. And JB Wiser Advisor, thank you so much for being on. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. From Bolt On Technology. Thank you, JB. All right. Wrench Nation continues next. See ya. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. That was just music that makes me want to dance, Frank. I know. I just like somebody <laughs> turned the turbo on or so shut it down. Man. <laughs> Doing the robot here. That's it. Welcome back, people. Wrench Nation, we love you guys here. On 88.7 The Pulse, you guys rock. We're talking a little bit of check engine light action and kind of keeping it simple. Uh, we appreciate your call, 480-655-8870. I'll tell you what, the biggest thing with check engine light, uh, and you you know, you're listening, you know this. It's in, it, When we say anxiety, it's not because it's not what I don't know what's happening with my car. Do you want the million it's, dollar tip? It's your wallet. Like, I got to finish this because that's the reality psychologically. I mean, you don't want to walk into a situation like you're not armed to control your finances, man. That's that's the problem. Okay, the cheap way. Uh oh, no, no duct tape, man. No, 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 All no. Right. Th- this is an honest to god. No, I'm plugging batteries. Okay. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> Go to your local parts store. Oh snap! O'Reilly Auto Parts. Any any place like that. AutoZone. Right. They will bring out a scanner. Plug it into your car and see what kicked the code. All right. Now oh, listen. Wow. Now hold on a minute. You're gonna, I'm going to have hundreds of hate email from my peeps in the industry. <laughs> I got Since you brought that up, I, I, I love that. But I got to speak on this a little sure. bit. Sure, oh, okay. Because a lot of folks get into trouble. All right. We love our auto Know parts. your limits. Know your limits. Well, peace of mind is great. Most great garages, good guys and gals, you just roll up in there and you're frantic. They'll do a courtesy code pull. That's what the parts houses well, are that's doing. that's the thing. Oh, right on. However, stop the presses. Yeah. Stop the presses if you think you can rely solely on a code pull yeah it's not going to happen right be careful code pull is peace of mind so for example if you've got the check engine light on no symptoms and it's an evaporative emissions like a gas cap or you know the car's not going to leave you stranded that's peace of mind right however you're going to get those codes you're going to start throwing parts at it. Sure. Be careful. Be careful, people. Uh, you know, look, the mantra of the show is to keep it simple. We want it, to, we want it easy for you, but I got to tell you, after that code pull, and if you're savvy and you can do your own stuff, go for it. Right. But you need to check the vital savvy. data stream. This is an important topic. I think we did a whole show on We did. Like- we did. Let me ask you this question, because back in 1995, I was driving in a Zuzu Rodeo. Oh, snap. Okay, driving the thing down, and I was pretty young, and Wally. I never changed the oil, and I never changed the oil filter. He was driving through birthday cakes. Remember okay. The commercial? Go ahead. Oh. And, and, and the, you know, I, I never changed the oil on the thing, never checked it, and all of a sudden, the oil light goes on. Now, does the oil light exist anymore, or does the engine light come on in, cha- in exchange? Yeah, it's a combination. Uh, some vehicles, I mean, we'd all love to just have a gauge, yeah. period. I, I don't know why they just... Kind of, they kind of ergonomically in some vehicles they went away from the gauge, right? Well, right. The, the well, we won't say what they call it, but it's a light <laughs> that comes wow. right. There used to be the oil pressure gauge, <laughs> right, 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 right. Or it used to be called an idiot light. And yeah. when the idiot light came that on, was me. Well, it was too late. Yeah, exactly. When the, you know? when the light went on, you already blew yeah. a gasket or something. 
Well, what you're talking about is that oil light, which is yeah. absolutely crucial. I yeah. mean, people, if your oil light or oil gauge goes low, um, it, it could be a false reading. Right. right? Uh, an oil sensor may not be, you know, it be aged and not reading properly. False reading. Right. However, you got to stop because that is the vitality to the sustenance of your engine. That's blood pressure, that, people. That's your blood. But that's now the blood. cars are sending like messages like change oil in 400 miles or whatever. Well, yes. Let's cover that. I think it's important. This show topic is really all to do with the sort of the connection to the organs of my ride. All the supporting systems that keep my engine transmission sustained for healthy future. Sure. That's the check engine light. If you have the maintenance light on or you have this little notification, hey, get in there and change your oil, totally different thing. In fact, a lot of you think the check engine light comes on because it's due for an oil change. 99.9%. I never go 100%. Yeah. 99.9% people, wrong answer. Well, That's let me a, ask you, I at, mean, at really, does a car care of Chandler, okay, do you put those little stickers inside somebody's car that tells you when to come back? Well, we do. And in, in, in a lot of places, uh, including a lot of great dealerships, you know, they have a system in place. A, right. lot, a lot of us evolved, like almost like going to a dentist. Like, we don't want to annoy you with these, like, every week emails and reminders. Sure. But most folks like the little trigger. While you're going to the dentist, they're like, Ah, uh, your teeth cleaning will be due uh, uh, September of they 2019. Yes, they do. The text. The now, deadly text. Yeah, so if you're listening, you sure have had a sticker, but I'm going to tell you to up your game. Whatever service facility you're at, there's a couple cool things that you can request. And if they don't have it, ask for it. I think it's really cool. You can actually have your own little website. It's free. There are systems that are integrated to software where a lot of garages will give you that ability to check your service records right on your little personal, you know, Toyota Sequoia website. I think that's cool. Um, if you don't have that, you'd want to say something to the effect of, hey, I love you guys. I don't want to see you every week. However, can you, in an organized, respectful manner, remind me of things so I can get the life out of this baby? And that's the key. Um, so the check engine lights are definitely dialed in to the vitals the vitals they're not it won't come on if the tire pressure's low people uh take the check engine light serious wally uh years ago the check engine light i go back to chrysler LeBaron. oh no i know my brother's was, got one yeah convertible I, actually uh i remember those there was a chrysler LeBaron on our on our lot and it was a woody convertible <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you it was like an 84 it had all the switches you know nothing now, everything is haptic response, and you get the vibration. You touch something, and ooh. But the, back in the, and it, the door is ajar. It yeah. would speak to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those were during, like, the Knight Rider days. Yes. You know, where you know Knight Rider had the little thing in the front. Yep, bleep, yep. Going light side bar. by side. Yep. But when that car came by, I felt obligated because I started wrenching um, in the late 80s, right? And I worked on a few of those, and they weren't easy. And I'll tell you why they weren't easy. Like, mechanically... Nuts and bolts, let's face it. It's like an erector set, not too bad, not too bad. But those were the years where they started messing with a mechanic and they got really technical, right? They started incorporating computer, sure, engine controls. And um, that LeBaron had a lot of that. 
Now, was it a mass air sensor? Well, um, as far as the check like engine a, light, yeah, like a throttle body. I mean, it was well it was, back in the day. We actually saw a lot of. I mean, I don't. We don't see a whole lot of. I mean, this isn't the rule of thumb by any means, but it seems to me like when we had computer controls back in the throttle body injection days, right when we went from like we we made carburetor. we made carburetors like electrical, elect, yes. oh, excuse me, yes. electronic, yes, right. And, and all right, mechanics are doing well. They learned that, and then all of a sudden. Nope. Multiport is the soup du jour. <laughs> you know, so the idea is that that LeBaron was pretty cutting edge. And for me to see like the Woody <laughs> LeBaron, there was I had to talk to the guy. He was pretty interesting. Um, so don't forget, guys, call in 480-655-8870. I know you're driving around with a check engine light. It's been somebody on, is. And you've probably said to yourself, well, Frank, it's maybe been on. they don't want to admit it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. The truth comes out here on Ranch Nation, man. That's for sure. You guys stay tuned. We got some very special guests. I got to tell you, this week uh, celebrating in Scottsdale, uh, some of the greatest women in the automotive industry have come together, women in auto care. And we've got Miss Debbie from Motec Auto Care out of San Diego. And, of course, uh, Steve Rosansky of Friendly Auto. They're coming up soon. They're going to join in the conversation. Steve's just like me. He's up for the Best of Mesa Award. Yes, he is. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> Stay tuned. Vote, vote, vote. Wrench Nation continues on the other side of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. It is Wrench Nation, Steve and Frank, and your calls at 480-655-8870. Anytime you think, hey, there might be something wrong with my car. I feel something weird. It ain't running right. You got a question? Maybe we can help you at 480-655-8870. Call anytime. We'd love to hear from you. That's right, people. This is tax season, and don't forget, later on in the hour, we've got Wally Cahill. Speaking of that, I got $68 more in my paycheck today because of tax cuts. Well, all right, man. That's a, <laughs> hey, you know, we'll take that. Let's let's get back to basics. I'll take it. It's yeah. a tank of gas and two lunches every it's two weeks. Right. That's what it's I get all right. We're, we're talking check engine lights, people. <laughs> and some of you, you are, you're cheating. You're lying to yourself as we speak. You're listening and saying, check engine light? Nah. Not a problem. What we see is the check engine light has been on for a while, is what a lot of you have, and nothing seems to be going on. However, how do you know if you ain't got nothing new? That check engine light is tapped into quite a few systems. So you may have found out a year ago that that light's on all because it's a simple, simple, dimple, simple sensor. It has nothing to do with nothing. But you may not know if you have something fresh. So without preaching to you. Well, usually you're driving down the road, Frank. It's serious. You're usually driving down the road and you look down and you go, oh, wait a second. Why is that thing on there? Right? Because you didn't really notice it just when it popped on. Well, we are. We are. We had to find help on the show. We really did because, you know, we don't know everything here on Ranch Nation, but we have two absolutely amazing. I'm telling you people in studio and I got to set this up right now, people. We love it when we can have guests that uh, not only are local guests, but guests from afar. Maybe not so afar. The coastal afar of San Diego. We've got Miss Debbie Wright of Motec Auto Care. Got a little clappage. Welcome to the show, Debbie. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the world renowned, as in East Valley, uh, Mesa, we got the friendly auto action right here with Mr. Steve Rosansky. Welcome to the show, brother. Did you guys miss me? 
We, we did. missed you. Now we got to kiss you. No, 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 no kissing. Now, Friendly Auto is up for Best of Mesa on the East Valley well, Tribune.com. let's just establish yeah. Mr. Steve Rosansky. First things first. Rosie, we call him. We vetted him. Ooh. We vetted him. <laughs> we actually followed him home one night. Yes. And we saw where he went after he closed his garage down. And he's clean, people. So, actually, Steve is up. Uh, Friendly Auto, please. Uh, Tell us about what's going on before we bring in Debbie. Debbie's got an amazing story. What's happening? What are you asking the people to do? What am I asking? I want you to vote for me for Best of Mesa. This is our, uh, we just finished our third year of business over here. And uh, you rock. we just added uh, another building to uh What are you like, location. Trump? What are you adding stuff and building? Wow, we're not going to have that conversation. <laughs> right, let's, let's leave that alone. <laughs> There's no politics here. Or religion, that. man. We don't mess with no, that. No, none of that. But we've just added, uh, actually, we have two more lifts coming in uh, in a couple of days. So probably by the end of the year, we'll be up to 16 lifts. Wow. That's good. It means that you're, you, you've got business, and but I'm going to put you on the spot because that's what we do here at Wrench I Nation. I'm listening to you right now for the first time. What makes you different? I'll tell you. I'm one of the few shop owners that has been a mechanic. I'm a mechanic for 40 years. Ah. I was ASE master certified in 1980-something. And if you notice, there's a lot of shop owners that, well, everybody accepts in this room, are business owners. Yeah. Okay? So I take a personal approach to everything that comes into my store. I'm always looking over every car that goes in. And that's the difference coming to me because I am a mechanic. I know when my guys are doing a great job. I know when my guys are doing a phenomenal job. And we consider ourselves the smart shop. I have some of the smartest mechanics, smartest service writers. We get it. We understand it. And I'm watching over everything, even when they don't think I'm watching. So if I get upset, now when I say upset, I think this is a big thing for consumers. And you listening, you know what I'm talking about. You go into a garage, especially in this diagnostics, all this testing and check engine lights, and you pay somebody and they oh, well, it's this, and they spend money, and you fix it, and it light comes back on. You're saying one thing, all I heard from you was accountability. Absolutely. We have very high level of accountability in our and shop. And people are listening right now, and they will. They know. They can relate. When that check engine light comes on, they don't want any funny business because the worst thing you can do is spend my money and not fix something. That's right. Well, and one thing you'll never hear us say is, We're going to try this and see what happens. We know what's wrong with the car. We do proper testing and inspection, and we back it up with a warranty. Well, I'll tell you what. Tell the people real quick before I got to talk to Debbie. Debbie, People want to know about Debbie. This is is Danielle. Oh, we got over here is Debbie. Debbie's in studio. Hang on a second. Debbie, hang on a second, because since we got Rosie here talking about auto care, I've got a a caller. Yeah, come on. Danielle is on the phone. She has a question. Danielle, what's your question? Hi. um, So I have... A digital odometer. Okay. And it's telling me, you know, service pass due and wow. and check airbag system. Oh, snap. And I can't get it to actually show me the miles when all those are going on. Oh, What kind of vehicle is this one, Daniel? I think it's a 2005 Honda Odyssey. All right. So I always say keep a keep a little stack of sage, light some sage, because that's, uh, that's not good. Could you imagine? Yeah. I mean, how do you feel? You, you're feeling some anxiety. You just want to be able to read your odometer. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, well, let me ask you this. This is important. First things first. Relax a little bit with that. It, it, I, if there's anything this show can get to people right now is anytime something's not right with your ride, just take a deep breath. Yeah. I mean, because we get frantic. 
you know, and so Daniel, it's important to me personally, and I and I'm reaching out to you that just take it easy. This odometer's not working, Mr. Brzezanski. Uh, and she's got some other lights and things. And it, it, it seems to me like all these warning systems have just taken over some of the basic essentials. She may have a problem with an engine or transmission function via sensors because those lights are coming on saying, hey, maybe there's an issue. Uh, this was the 05 Honda. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, for something like this, uh, we always are pretty adamant about not guessing any of this you want to take it in do you have what part of town are you in daniel i'm in mesa in east mesa oh well you got steve you got the owner of friendly auto uh he's a great great guy has what an amazing crew main and higley main and higley daniel this one would be something that i would say get it over to the doctor let's get an x-ray peace of mind and steve's in house so and he's there every day i wish i could give you more um, you know, as a as sort of a peace of mind for well, a could fix. it be simple as a simple reset though? It could be. Okay. There's a good chance on a Honda, and I'm very cautious, right, Daniel? Though I, I don't want to. Is 13 know, years sugar. old? Yeah. It's you may just it could be maintenance related. Some of these warning lights. Yep. Right. Or there may be something related to the function, but regardless, Steve over at Friendly, he's going to break it down in an organized fashion, and that's the difference with this show. This show, Danielle, brings people on that organize it. I mean, have you been into a place, Danielle, and they said everything under the sky has to be fixed, like right now? Isn't that? Oh, yeah. Right? And <laughs> what does that do to you? It makes you think, well, first. Danielle, you're like me. You walk into a shop, you go, oh, no, how bad are they going to try to screw me today? So every single person <laughs> and company on this, and this is nationwide people, and it's an, it, this is important for me to not only tell you, Danielle, but tell our listeners this show is about community first and foremost, and yeah. we don't affiliate with anybody that's funny business. So check out Friendly Auto. Get on our Wrench Nation Facebook um, as well. Daniel, thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Daniel. If you hang on a second, Bree will get you a couple Renaissance Festival tickets. Now let's bring in Debbie. Debbie, welcome. Um, Debbie, you are <clears throat> out of San Diego with Motec Auto Care, and uh, you are a shop owner. You're a garage owner out there, and you're in town with an amazing group of women the Women Auto Care, uh, which represent some of the leaders in the industry. And quite frankly, Debbie, let's get right to it. We talked about this uh, several times on the show. Um, A, women don't get enough credit, period. They've got to compete in stupid ways they shouldn't be competing. And I'm speaking on both sides of the service counter. Let's be for real. Whether it's your back shop, have you ever had a mechanic kind of say, well, you don't know what you're doing? Not me personally yet. I'm just speaking for a lot of the ladies I've spoken to across the country. And quite frankly, that's rotten, but it exists. Yes, it does. Um, Motec, you've been involved with Motec Auto out of San Diego. Um, what's special for you about opening the garage bay doors every morning? What keeps you going? I'm usually the first one in the complex, and I really enjoy opening the garage doors. I'm the first one at work thinking of how great the day is going to be and how many customers we can educate. Right. Um, one of the things that seems to be rampant in our industry is sort of these bait-and-switch offers. I don't like them. I've never participated, and I'm not speaking for all garages here. I don't like them. I, I know you don't. 
but let's just speak to it. We have people listening who What's have actually switched off. Well, let's get right to it. A lot of you listening have gotten a coupon. Sure. And you went in, and that coupon is not legit. There's always something that, that didn't meet the coupon. Debbie, your business prides itself on presenting value, and I want to talk about that. This is a different language for the consumer. And some of you may hang up right now. And when I say hang up, you may change the station. But I want to bring this to attention because we've got a lot of good people in the industry. I'm not shaming coupons. But Debbie, you're presenting value, which means, you know what? I'm going to earn your trust based upon how t- on time. I'm going, to, I'm going to always tell you what your car only needs. I'm going to break it down in an organized fashion. People appreciate that. Yes, they do. Coupons are a little bit tough because you got to pay your technicians, your quality technicians. you got to pay for the parts. Coupons are just the way the industry advertises. But you just want to find a shop and not be dependent on coupons. Yeah, Steve, um, I, I, I kind of went into the coupon thing and I had to. I, it wasn't planned. But I know I have a lot of people listening now. Isn't that the truth? Have you had folks come into your place say, you know, I, I took it to XYZ and I, they, they offered this special, and, and it just went awry. Didn't pay the price it was, you know, they claimed. And, you know, talk to me about well, that, that. You know, that's consumer um, awareness. And, and, and I met Debbie out in California, and one thing that she wants to talk about and what she's doing is she's actually written a book that's uh, coming up on the bestseller. Oh. And she's talking about the industry as a whole because I've put out coupons. We've all had coupons, and, and there are people who drive a Mercedes, and they come in with a $25 oil change coupon. Right. And obviously, we can't do a Mercedes for $25. And then they have a bad opinion of the shop that they went to. And I think that's one of the things that uh, Debbie's trying to bring out, especially- That's why I brought it up. Is I brought it up because- I think the days of coupons are going to be over. Your value. Let's talk about the, coupons the value. Coupons start at twenty nine ninety five. You know, obviously- all vehicles can't be serviced for the same price. Yeah, you guys know I like to push Most buttons. Vehicles. But I want to segue, and I did this by design because we mentioned value. You do a vlog. You do a, don't you have a blog? I'm, I'm, I have a blog. I'm You're not doing to, video. I'm going to start video. I've oh, done my I, first one, but I need to get a few in the, in the pocket there. Tell us about your blog that relates to the book that's uh, coming up. I have a, started my blog, theautogirl.com. I'm all about educating women, men as well, but women will tell you they don't know. Sometimes men don't like to admit they don't know. Oh, we don't. We make pretend we know. <laughs> I already know what's wrong. I already know how to fix my appliances. Are you kidding? No. So the blog, um, give, give us an idea of like what, what are some of the topics that you'll I'm cover. all about edu- educating women about what questions to ask at the auto repair shop. So you, nice. take your oil cha- you take your car in for an oil change and everybody says they upsell you. But you do want to know if you need brakes. You need to know if something is leaking. A friend's daughter had been going to a brand name oil change place. They never told her her thermostat housing was leaking and she had to come in for a head gasket. You're saying that it's almost a disservice for us to not, it's like going to a doctor. Like if the doc doesn't tell you the full readout of an x-ray and two years later, it's a problem. But that's why you have to get to know your mechanic. You have to get to know your shop. If you know somebody and you trust them and you know that they're, working in the best interest for you and, and they're going to tell you exactly what you need when you need it, then it becomes like family. You can trust them for that. If you're just going to drop in first time on a coupon, you're going to be suspicious. You're going to wonder, oh, geez, you know, I, I came here to get the oil changed. Now they tell me I need the air filter and they tell me my brakes are bad and they tell me this. I mean, then obviously you're going to be a little suspicious. 
But if you can get to know somebody and trust them and make a relationship, then it's all, it makes all the difference in the world. And I'm going to put a plug out there for Bolt-On Technologies because I have digital inspection in my shop. I'm not sure if you do that, Debbie, yet. Tell the people uh, about digital. The, some, the digital. Some are new. Digital inspection is, you know, all my guys have tablets. When your car comes in, we take a picture, we email it to you, and there's the proof this is what you need. This is uh, And it helps. It helps with the transparency. And also, yeah. you know, and again, the written word. You know, when you have somebody who's openly pouring their heart out via book or, or radio or, or blog that shows that somebody cares. I mean, yeah. if we didn't care about this business, I wouldn't be on this show. You wouldn't be. Certainly you wouldn't have flown in for this. And there's a lot of shop owners and a lot of business owners that really take pride in this industry. And it's people like us in this room who make this industry great. Well, not perfect, but you know we, we aim for great, no well, doubt. Debbie, I, I want to know more about Motec in San Diego. Um, you were involved in this business about five years? I bought the business myself five years ago. Okay. Five years ago this month, celebrating. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, I want to tell you, if you are listening, we have a lot of folks that listen, uh, show, upload on the podcast. You're, you're out of San Diego. Uh, check out, can you give the, the Facebook? I just want to get that out because a lot of people are on Facebook. MotechAutoCare.com. We're going to bring, uh, bring our guests back. Um, we're going to dive in a little bit more as to why someone would actually open up or get into the automotive service business and maybe what sets those apart uh, in helping you with your service experience. So stay tuned. And of course, you can call in 480-655-8870. This is Wrench Nation. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Welcome back, people. One of the greatest things I love doing for you, if you're catching us live here or catching it on the podcast, well, I think it's really cool to dive into the community of, of such special people that we have across the board, independence, male, female. I want people to get to know I gotta be honest with you. Frank. I mean, th- th- this is color that I. A lot of folks don't don't hear. But they well, don't know. Well, before. I'd like to talk about you for a second. Okay, I, yeah. <laughs> I've just figured out why you're so hyper. I'm reading your Starbucks, <laughs> Vente Pike Place whole milk three stevia <laughs> monk fruit with foam steamed coffee. <laughs> What's happened to this world? <laughs> yeah. We're just coffee with coffee? some cream. Monk well, fruit, Frank. Monk wanna... fruit. Yeah. Debbie, well, what's a monk fruit? No idea. Yeah, there you go. Well, right. this is what happens. Uh, you know, I celebrated. <laughs> I actually in February, um, I met my wife twenty-seven years ago. Wow. Aww. Yeah, and so coffee helps me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, she appreciated that. Yeah. So, of course, we're talking check engine lights. You know, you can call or text. Don't be fearful. We're here for you. Um, that's our show topic. We want to keep it simple. Uh, we've got Debbie Wright from Motec. Auto Care out in San Diego, who happens to be in town with a very special group of ladies that are networking and they're mentoring. Um, they're doing so much to help each other and get the word out and empower women in the automotive industry. We think that's so cool. They have an event out in Scottsdale. If you're listening, big shout outs to Women Auto Care. So welcome back, Debbie. And of Thank course, uh, Steve Rosansky, we friendly. Debbie, um, you were a single mom. I am a single mom. Okay. I wanted to just make, and, but you, as a single mom, went into the automotive business. Yes. Oh, snap. Tell us about that. Well, when I got divorced, divorced when my baby was in first grade, she's now 21. Okay. And I really hopped job to job and I really worked for jerks. 
Let's so, face the fact. You just, yes, they, I work you, for jerks. So I ended yeah. up at a Porsche repair in town, and I thought, you know what? Hang on a minute. You worked as what? What did you do for these? these the jerk jobs? The jerk jobs. One was a flooring contractor okay. and ordering carpeting, and he ripped the phone out of my hands. But How what did, did you, you do? Carpet? What did you do I there? sat in the office with the carpet squares. Okay. You know, taking orders from him as he ran around to job sites. Okay. And I worked for a gentleman who did phone systems, the same thing. Ended up at the mini Cooper dealer for a year. Loved it, but it was too hard on my daughter. I was out every other weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then ended up at a repair shop. And at the repair shop, I said, you know what? These guys are family. He's making money. He's been there 30 years. So I told everybody, I'm going to buy a shop. And I went out looking. Wow. And I came around the corner by the pyramid off Miramar Road. And I said, I'm going to buy the shop. I love the story. I mean, such is life. It's a journey. Sometimes, it's, I mean, it's I, a leap. I, it, it is. Um, but I want to I say this because all three of us, uh, Steve, myself, and you, Debbie, um, a lot of folks don't realize how much work it goes into um, fixing a car and running a reputable, profitable, a respectfully profitable shop. You got involved with some coaching. After, yes, after about three years or okay. two years, I started doing a little bit of coaching and I just finished another program and hired an amazing service advisor, which really helps. Yeah. I mean, I speak to a lot of you small business out there. Um, you know, perhaps you started something from scratch or maybe you bought a business. We have a lot of you listening. Um, coaching is, is big. And I think the networking, Steve, you do a lot of networking. Uh, yeah, I'm in a lot of network groups all over the, um, the valley here. And, and it's not just for marketing. You're getting ideas. I think there's things to learn from other business. I don't want to base my business model on, on you or Debbie's. Yeah. I like, I know florists. I know real estate agents. I, I know everybody. And I feel you can learn a lot from everybody. And that's how I do my business. Yeah. I want to know what everybody wants. I mean, I think most of you listening understand when you walk into any business, you got that gut feeling. You know when things are like the owner's mad, people are not happy. I mean, one thing you bought, Debbie, was I will never bring that culture into my garage. Absolutely. That, I mean, that's straight up. I mean, you guys know you may have had your car fixed and it was just kind of a, a dull experience and blah. But like long-term relationship, boy, you know, you, 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 you've got that feeling. And... So, Debbie, you were involved with Women Auto Care. You joined up back in November. And this is my first event, yes. Nice. What are you taking away from that? We have a lot of women listening, and maybe we've got some uh, female mechanics. What are you taking away from that? How's the event going so far? Well, it's going on now while I'm here. Oh, that we took you away. Jeez. And tomorrow is a big day. Uh, okay. A lot of women are trying to make a big impact yeah. with automotive, and it's going very well for the women population. Right. Yeah. Right. A lot you can learn. Um so this blog that you have, where can fee people find that? And then talk, we want to know about this book. What I want the first, I want an autographed copy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to give, a lot of our listeners would like a book, a copy. Can How we, would they find it? I uh, can do that. It's in, I'm still writing it. It was a okay. pre-sale bestseller, The Auto Girl's Ultimate Car Care Guide, How to Save Hundreds or Thousands of Dollars in Repair Bills. I like, I like the book thing. I think that's cool. Steve, like how come it. you don't got a book? Maybe I do, and I'm just too shy. <laughs> oh, and after okay. this, I'm I'm working on one for teenagers. I had five, and we had car trouble. I just love your spirit because, I mean, you really, like, you just ran. It almost seemed like you randomly said, I'm going to open a garage, or I'm going to buy a garage. Well, I thought, really, like, makeup and food 
people need their car. So yeah. it's, people will be coming too. So yes, I figured I didn't know anyone in automotive as a female at that time. That was five or six years ago. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought that would be great. Well, you guys uh, stick around. We're going to bring uh, uh, Debbie and Steve back. And then, of course, Wally Cahill. Uh, we're going to do the new car review. Every okay. week we do that for you guys. Uh, we so appreciate you hanging with us here on Wrench Nation. Hang tight. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. All right, we're back on Wrench Nation. Steve and Frank and Steve Rosansky from Friendly Auto in Mesa, Maine, and Higley. And Debbie. And Debbie from San Wright. Diego. Debbie Wright, you are right in the house here from Motec Auto San Diego. Uh, before you guys say goodbye, I, you know, Debbie, tell the people where they can find you. We got people listening right now. They're listening on the podcast. Other than finding you right now in the studio, where would you like folks to kind of hang out with you and really get some good value? Yeah. Find me at theautogirl.com. Okay. Facebook. Give us a Facebook. Facebook would be The Auto Girl or Motec Auto Care. Okay. And the book is coming out. The book is a pre-sale. Yes. It'll be coming out within the next... 40 days. Okay. So you're going to stay in touch with Wrench Nation and we want to highlight, we want to highlight that. And then maybe we can, maybe we can work a deal on the books for our people. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Steve, thank you for stopping by. You got to do this more often. Your voice is like you, I, you know, I mean, you, you well, know. I'm coming out with my first album, Rosie Does Tom Jones. <laughs> It'll be out on Amazon pretty soon. Uh, I love you. I love you. You're such a maniac. But again, I could, uh, I, I could try the Barry White if, voice. Well, <laughs> If you're out there in uh, Mesa, uh, there's so many great garages out there, but you've definitely got to check out Friendly Auto. Uh, Steve and Debbie, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Someday that will be a real studio audience, I'm just saying. Uh, now, we are going to dive in a little bit. Um, we've got the new car review. I think it's important. A lot of you have reached out to me, whether it be on Twitter or it was on Wrench Nation Facebook, you know, kind of in a private way. There was, uh, and I appreciate you guys because that's kind of where we hang out. You know, the show goes and maybe you listen to a few episodes on the podcast, but it's really important to me that you reach out and we communicate. I, I don't want this to go away for you. Um, so one of the things that you had mentioned, a lot of you said there was, and I'm not going to mention names, but a lot of you really appreciate the new car review, especially during tax season. So uh, Wally Cahill, uh, who you heard earlier, of course, Wally, you do the Channel 3 TV here, local AZ family, uh, every Sunday, 10 years. 10 years. Wow, they like you over there. 500 cars. Plus, 500 plus, cars, plus. Plus. So you, you kind of have an idea what you told me. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> uh, tell us what you got for the uh, new car review of the week, man. Okay, your tax money here is a good way to really extend it out as we need to extend it steve only he's only getting like 65 bucks extra but i you know <laughs> bucks, <it's> not. <laughs> oh man so a oh. lot of you are listening and and please dial in here if you have questions 480-655-8870 you are looking for a used car or a new car people this is the time to get some really valuable information what kind of car we got wally a 2018 Kia Rio EX five-door hatchback. You did that like the price is right over here. There you go. And the price <laughs> is right on this thing, too. All right. And the mileage. The so thing, a Kia. Like, 
37 miles to the gallon. That no, wow, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's speak on that. A lot of you listening, you saw the sticker thing on the window, the window, and it said 48 miles, whatever it said. Right. And you and you went home and you drove it for a couple of weeks and it got 22. <laughs> you know that really upsets me with these. I, I don't know why they just you know, tell you know, us that this. that doesn't happen anymore. Uh, it really doesn't. I, They've I gotten think, their act together. Yes, the EPA evidently came down on car manufacturers a few years ago. Um, so for the last couple of years, they've been fairly accurate, and I can even beat them sometimes. You know, I like what, that. what they say. Our listeners like when you can take control and get them a deal. Absolutely. Now Absolutely. tell us on this Kia, you proved this MPG because that's what you do. You don't yes. just drive the car for a day. No, 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 no. This is a week testing. This was two 10-gallon tankfuls that I ran through and got 37.2 miles per gallon. Not bad. You know, for a total of almost 800 miles. Yeah. Tell us more about this Kia. Okay. 1.6 direct injection. We were talking about that. That's the uh, soup du jour. That's right. A little inline four-cylinder there with variable valve timing. So I it like has... the VVT. Yeah, absolutely. And for you automotive technicians, um, we, we talk about the VVT, and, and it took us a little bit to really – learn how to work on those effectively because it was kind of a newer, I would say past five years, maybe, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, with to Toyota five. and stuff. Yeah. But uh, this VVT is really just that much more intimate in controlling how the valve train is operating in relationship to both power and, and miles per gallon and, and torque. torque. Absolutely. Tell me more of this little direct injection. Okay. Hey, I'll tell you. Six-speed automatic transmission with a little bit button down there that says sport mode. Everything's got like everything's got to have a little sport action. Well, is that you, what we want? Yes. Yes. Right. Because in case, I mean, you know, again, it's a 1.6 liter motor. Say, for instance, like my buddy Lumpy was in town from L.A. You said Lumpy? Lumpy. Did 350 he? pounds of Lumpy. Oh, snap. Did Lumpy get in the little the Kia? Absolutely. What Absolutely. Did, we we, we, we want to know we, what Lumpy felt in the Kia. Well, <laughs> Lumpy, hey, I'll tell you what. I felt Lumpy because he was side, side by side <laughs> with me. So well, You guys were comfortable, though. Seriously. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we really were. All right. Went all the way down to Benson and back. Okay. Um, got it up actually to 118 miles an hour, believe it or not. Are you kidding me? No. What do you no. think? The top fuel event we have is Saturday. What are you doing? You practicing I'm 118? Where do you go 118? In a Kia. Oh, in a Kia Rio. Tell us more on the Kia. Okay. Inside, you're going to find a tilt telescopic smart steering wheel with all the controls right there at your fingertips. Why is that telescoping important? Uh, well, you know, depending on who you are, you know, you have long legs. If you put your seat back to where your legs are comfortable, you got to pull the wheel back to where you can reach it too. Makes sense. That's a premium. That's a that's a premium. Yes. Option? Yeah, okay. yeah. That's the ex uh, ex model on that. Okay. Um, supervision meter cluster in, oh, in the middle. Okay. Supervision. Supervision. So you can supervise what's going on with your car. Describe this, please. Okay. Basically, it's a rotating infotainment system oh, right snap. in front of you, and it's a, it's cool and it's informative. Forward collision control. I like that. You know, so. It's got a little radar action? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. a little sonar. I sonar. Think. Sonar. Ping, yeah, ping. Yeah, okay. yeah, a little, yeah, it pings the car in front of you. Get too close, it does set off an alarm. Okay. Um, you know, leather wrap, steering wheel, and shift knob. It's amazing where Kia's come a long way. Hey, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto built in also. That is huge. You listening, if you're going to treat yourself, uh, we all know that these cars are being built around our smartphones. That technology is coming along. Uh, we've seen it, the Bluetooth and so on. But now you're saying that this will incorporate everything on your yes. phone into the vehicle. Yes. Which is important because you guys Whether can't you be have dis- an Apple or an Android. I don't know how they pulled it off. 
Apple yeah. and Android got together? Somehow. Somehow. Kia. 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 Kia is a powerful company. Dude, they want to see you in the Kia. <laughs> All right. So this Kia, who would, the, who, would, who would be a candidate for this Kia? Okay. Your commuters. Okay. Because the my, MPGs, yeah. tight. Yes. Yeah. First car people. All right. You know, you know if you get. First time driver? Yeah. Well, or first time owner? First time, yeah. First time owner, not okay. first time driver. Okay. Um, because I believe when, if you're 16 years old, you shouldn't have a brand new car because uh, you're going to make a few mistakes. I think we can make a show out of that one. Oh, yeah. And get a lot <laughs> yeah. of people upset there. Yes. Um, okay, so your commuter, small family, it, it seats four comfortably, maybe five a little uncomfortably. But like I said, Lumpy and I fit in the car. You oh, know, it looked like two circus bears going down the road, man. But it was, we, we got down. <laughs> you just painted a visual. Lumpy, if you're listening in Los Angeles, uh, we want a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a picture of love, but I'll tell you what, you'll never. So what kind of pricing we got okay, here? Okay, right, right here. MSRP on this is $18,700. As tested, the super throw-me-down model I had, $19,725. Under 20? Under 20. But, like I said, I always shop around. I, I like that. That's a tag. That's your tagline. But I shopped around. That's right. That's right. And way out west, about halfway to L.A., if you you know out on a three hundred three, way drive, out there, I'll drive way out there. Yeah, yeah. To save a few thousand bucks, you bet I will. Oh yeah, well I'll tell you what, you go out to Sands Kia out there off All the right. three hundred three in Waddell, three thousand dollars off that MSRP, and if you mention my name, they'll throw in a free window tent. Ah, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I gotta pay for it, but they'll throw it in. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wally goes out and he shops all these prices at all the different dealers. That and we is are cool. not paid to give a dealership. No, uh, no, no. It, it's just basically he goes and finds out where the best price is for you. That's just a service wrench nation. We're just bringing that to you because a lot of you don't want to. You would spend a whole week shopping around. So, Wally, repeat the Kia and repeat where we can find it. Okay, so it's a 2018 Kia Rio. EX five-door hatchback, Sands Kia off the 303 in Waddell Road, way out west here at Phoenix. Get out there, $3,000 off. And like I said, if you mention my name, they'll throw in uh, the window tent, and they're giving me a discount on it because I'm going to have to pay for it. <laughs> you are such a powerful new car reviewer. <laughs> yeah, but that hey, 100,000-mile warranty on that car, too. I love that. That's peace of mind. Uh, remember to catch Wally Cahill Every Sunday morning, uh, he does the new car review for uh, our local rock stars, the 3TV, AZ family. So check him out. Thank you, Wally, for, for stopping by. My pleasure. Ranch Nation continues next here on 88.7 The Paul. Stay with us. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music. All that is car. This is Wrench Nation. All right, with Wrench your hosts, Nation. Frank and Steve. That's us, Frank. That is us. You announcer guy? Yeah, recapping the uh, the, the check engine light today. That yeah, was our topic today. Yeah. I, I do have a text. Yeah. And you covered this in the first hour, but this text just came in a little bit ago and said, what about the little uh, the little meters that you can buy at Walmart to check your check engine light? You know what? I, I promote any form of education until it gets dangerous. Understand you can get a code reader, people. Hey, I've seen them for 20 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. They are basic and in fight. In fact, I'll invite that, right? Because you can kind of do a preliminary assessment if you're up to that to find out, okay, what am I looking at, right? But understand, I don't want you 
to throw parts and your money right. based upon a code pull. Right. Be cautious. So yeah, I think that's a it's a great idea. Yeah, if, if something comes yeah. up that looks like it's, you know, something's wrong, you probably don't want to just throw everything until you actually have a professional check it out. I, I agree. A lot of you listening are kind of kind of do some of your own stuff. And sure. that's cool. All I say is that if you did some work, please. Give all those symptoms. If you didn't fix it and you decided to take it in a garage, hey, we see you guys in the garage once in a while. We, we love it. We want to help you. So what However, the, be very yeah. descriptive about what was done. And then another thing I want to say is that we want to know, in, in our world, if you put in a new part that wasn't of quality, in your mind, it can't be that part. But in our world, quality is something fiercely serious, especially with rotating electric components. Um, so you may have actually been on the right track, but installed a part that's uh, defective uh, because of quality. So check engine light is what we're talking about. We've still got Steve Rosansky in here from Friendly Island. Of course, Debbie Glazer from Wright, Mot- Debbie Glazer Wright from Motec Auto Care in San Diego. Yeah. Well, let's really quick recap the important things about the check engine light. Well, things we, we talk- should remember. Yeah. Keeping it real simple, guys. I- if the light comes it. on. Ignore oh, it. No. Ignore it. That's what Wally. Wally's like. Put light. tape over Black it. Tape. Unplug the battery. Make the radio yes. louder. Yeah. Well, we're not advising you to do that, but some of you are going to do that anyway. Um, we talked about the gas cap. Uh, a lot of you have been listening to this show for a while. It's a basic rudiment, but boy, that's a win for you. So check the gas cap. Also, the gas door. It seems I, I can't recollect. Yeah, well, I know the uh, the Ford that we have that we brought down our van today to get the yeah. oil change hat doesn't have the gas cap. It has the gas door. And you can leave it open when you're when you're opening your door and you just kind of knock it. You, it just stays open even when you shut your door. Yeah, you got to be yeah. careful. I know that Ford has had their fair share of. They weren't quite recalls. Uh, I don't recollect. They were just more of a pattern failure with those gas yeah. doors. You have to open it. You have to replace the whole filler neck. Uh, yeah, wow. we've had a couple of those in the garage. So look, a check engine light coming on could be a simple gas cap related. Um, we talked about Steve, and I know you've seen this. This is a win for us when we get something simple in the garage where perhaps a mass airflow was disconnected after an elsewhere oil change or the you know the air temperature sensor that could be oh, connected. Oh yeah, we got people who go to Iffy Lube. I didn't say the other <laughs> yeah. one. They, oh, hate they, mails are coming, my oh, friend. Oh, I, I love this stuff. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm from New York. This is well, how we. They don't talk. pay us. They don't so pay us anything. Over at so Iffy hey. Lube, we've had a lot where they pulled the air cleaner box <laughs> and they put it back together and they left the uh, mass airflow wire off. Ah, oh, you're bringing up a topic, man. You I know, went to I, a place once where they left my lug nuts off my tire. I drove it away on all four tires. And I drove it away, and all of a sudden it starts shaking, and I'm going like, "What's wrong?" I get out, there's no lug nuts. Well, Frank, I, he's not coming to either one of us, <laughs> obviously. So that's another. I mean, I call them and I go, "Um, you're coming to get this thing." They go, "No, drive it back." And I go, "No way, you're coming to get this thing." Well, I'll be honest and straightforward with you. Um, not so much the tire. I had a car fire in my garage, and I'll just tell you the story. Oh wow. Yeah, I mean, not recently. Oh. This was years ago. My point is that mechanics aren't perfect. No. What they what they do to own what they do, and I'll tell you the story real quick. I think you guys would like to hear this because I think it also gives an example of what you can do and how a good company will be accountable. Um, we did some work on a power steering line and it wasn't sealed up properly. And that line spewed fuel, uh, fluid, power steering fluid onto the exhaust. The car caught on fire. So boy, oh boy, were we on that. And that was an honest mistake. We felt horrible. It doesn't happen often. I'd be out of business if that kind of stuff. I mean, you better make sure your food's cooking right. But it happens. It happens. It's an and and, and world. so um, if you get into experience, you guys know I always talk about this. And I, I don't know. Maybe I'm old school that way. 
slow your roll on Yelp, man. I mean, I know you want to tell people and your, your network about how bad a place was, but you know who's the most important person that you can tell how bad their place was and be respectful? The owner of the company or the manager. And you know if they're schmucks and they're not going to help you, then yeah, go ahead and give them a scathing review. They deserve it. But most small business people, middle management, management, owners, boy, they really want to know. Have a talk with them because part of growth, I always say in small business, is, hey, now I know we're going to grow. I'm going to implement a new uh, procedure in my business model. I don't know how do we went from there to the check engine light, but you know how we do. Absolutely. You know what? You, like I say, you can learn from everybody. Actually, Debbie and I had a real interesting conversation. We met through uh, coaching, and um, she came down and was working with me on some policies and procedu- procedures I need to fix. So it was really a, a good day with that. And that's really cool. I mean, a lot of you listening, all right, you got to get your car fixed. And look, I, I don't need to know all this stuff behind the scenes. But just know, man, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears with those folks. Like any other good, solid community small business, boy, oh, boy, they, they just really want to do what's right. And, Debbie, I, I think what I'm still like, I'm, I'm so interested to hear more about you looked at other businesses or did you – how did you know to go in the automotive? I mean, I think that's cool, but that you researched this stuff. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Should have went on the radio. Oh, you are. Yes, I did do some research, and I again, I didn't see too many women yet. Women are half the half the Customer. auto repair shop buyers. Sure. Absolutely. So I thought, why don't I just do that? They need their cars maintained. I didn't know what to do before I bought the shop. Do you think that women, when they go into a shop and they're looking to get repaired, they think they might be getting taken advantage of? Oh, definitely. Because it's so male-dominated? Yes. Yes? And that's where my book's going to come in. You you need repairs and you want the upsell. Right. You want to know if you need brakes now or later. I don't sure. like I don't like upsell. Not, I think, it's not upsell. You I want know. to know the condition of your car every time. Yeah. Because you can plan for it. But let's say we don't tell you your brakes are metal to metal and you leave, then we're in trouble because we didn't tell you. Right. So your book dissects the systems of a car and the scenarios and how women primarily and, and men can actually handle like the grinding noise that I'm hearing. Well, it's not that technical. It's okay. more empowering women what questions to ask. I like I've that. I've had several women go to shops and they don't know if the services do. So I want to say, ask questions, ask to see the part, ask to see the leak. And if you don't like what they say, go to another shop. So yeah. I'm all about transparency. Come see your parts for yourself. So you can see and understand. You know what's tough? Um, and I'll share with this with you. Um, when you come into a garage, we talk about how we so respect your anxiety about fixing your car. But, man, there's a lot of anxiety on our part uh, regarding, man, we do get anxiety when we have to tell you there's a big repair and there's just no way out of that. Um so, who do we got here? We got Buckley on the phone. Buckley, you got to start calling five minutes earlier, my friend. Yeah. Oh, I know. I keep forgetting about the time changes here, man. I'm telling you. Listen. I apologize. You, this, you, you like a timing belt that skipped a couple yes. teeth on time, my friend. All right. We only skipped a lot more teeth than that. But. Yeah. We only want to, we, 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 we only would like to give you a whole lot more time. That's a fact. But yeah. uh, for you guys joining, maybe you're new to the show, we got. Uh, uh, Greg Buckley, Buckley's Auto Care out of uh, Wilmington, Delaware. If you're out there in that area, check him out. But we want to kind of give you the floor because we thought it was really cool. Um, Greg, you're doing something different with your business in regards to we have a lot of police officers listening. We have firefighters listening. We have a lot of municipality 
you're doing something for that community in your garage. This is a whole new thing. Talk to us about it. We got about a minute. Yeah. And a half. Well, thanks, man. We we really we opened up uh, motor uh, motor vehicle upfitters, uh, another division here for our for our company here. And you know, the the goal is to uh, uh, help and work with your emergency responders in getting their vehicles uh, lamped up. You know, upfitted, and what we saw is C B seen. You know, so that they're not at risk when they go into uh, you know certain areas, and actually people can see them. So their lights are always working, and these are mostly volunteers that you know work with uh, you know that are volunteer fire uh, firemen. Um, you know, your so these aren't really like, like big that. cities that approved big budgets and everything. Um, because my question is like I I think. Most of you agree. We think that all that stuff comes from like the city. The city is responsible for that. No, no. Actually, the fire halls are responsible for what we're doing, and you know they have a budget, and we have to work within their budget. It's pre. It you know it's sometimes it's tight. Sometimes they can get uh, you know other other things done. Um, but it's always a work in progress. And what it does for us here at Buckley's is it it completes the completes the circle that you know we've been trying to develop uh, all this time where we're working with families, safety, auto repair, mobility, you know, trying to put a full resource together uh, as a template or a model and one where our community here, you know, can take advantage of in multitude of ways. So you're you know, covering, we've got about 30 seconds, you're covering yeah. some of the things that are vital, uh, sort of the vision things, the lights and some of the electronics in the cab, communications-wise, yeah. that is awesome. Right. Tell the people right. right now where they can find you, and we got Man, other garages just, that may want to do the same thing. Where, yeah, where can they what? find right you? Now, right now, just you know, the simple thing is just call Buckley's.com. You oh. can hit us up right there. Love oh, that. Um, wow, what is that? Yeah, just, just call, call Buckley's.com. Com. That was yeah. like Madison Avenue, New York City. Would That's you sweet, pay, yeah. You paid a lot of money <laughs> yeah, for that yeah, tagline. Yeah, got domain, got everything. Yeah, just call Buckley's.com. You'll see our array of services. Uh, and again, we're we're out. You know, you guys know me. We're, we're doing something different here. We love how it's coming together. The community is really supporting us. It's just been overwhelming, uh, very humbling, and uh, just 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 great. Well, that we, that we totally appreciate to you. You have the foresight to really help. Five people minutes out. earlier next week, please. I I, I'm going to text you. <laughs> I'm going to text you and say, call us now. <laughs> there, do it. Do it. <laughs> we will. All right, guys. Thanks, Buckley. Talk to you next week. I may see you. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. Well, oh, snap. The worst thing you can do is go to a fancy restaurant with your fancy car, valet it, and come back out and find that your car, key, especially if it was a Ferrari, was given to the wrong individual. Well, that wrong individual, guess what happened to him? You think he took advantage? Yes, he did. He took his girlfriend, went for a joyride, and that Ferrari went missing. That is your weird automotive news. Don't mess with the valet keys. And if you're in the wrong car, I guess the moral of the story is give that Ferrari back. You can catch that news there on Autoblog.com, our friends at Autoblog. And I tell you guys, I'm really, really excited and grateful. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Perhaps you're listening to this on the re- uh, replay on Thank the podcast. Thank you to Debbie Glazer Wright from Motec Auto Care of San Diego. And, of course, Rosie Steve Rosansky from Friendly Auto right here in Mesa. Yes, absolutely. Stay tuned. We've got some more great guests coming in the future. And you know this is your show. Hey, if you got any topics... Get on iTunes, give us a quick review, give us your comments. And you know, people, we live on Facebook. In fact, catch Wally and I at the Test and Tune in Phoenix at the NHRA. We're going to be hanging out with the top few dragsters. Give you a little bit of the behind the scenes, so look for that on Wrench Nation. And as I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.